Welcome to this edition of the Million Dollar Mastermind Podcast. This is where we pick the brains of high achievers from all walks of life and get their hard-earned, real-world insights on winning. I'm your host, Larry Wydell. There's so many life lessons. There's so many business lessons, you know, like planning a year, planning a week, whatever. You got to get your mind into it. You know, you can't just fall out of bed and do it. You got to like, okay, this is what we're doing now and focus on it. But also every little phase is important. They're not all the Mm. same. You know, there's, there's, you you be successful at the first eight seconds there. You know, you can't use that all when you're further, you're in the free dive type thing Mm -hmm. and and to, you know, you build up that experience and to walk yourself through it. That's part of becoming uh, elite, you know, because this mm-hmm. is, you know, that's what I do on this podcast is talk to people who have gone through the process of learning how to become and perform at an elite level in all kinds of different walks of life. And it doesn't matter your age, your background, nationality, whatever. It's like somehow you've learned how to and gotten yourself, you've been motivated about something. To where yeah. now I'm going to allow myself to transform and go through the steps of becoming elite. And to do that, and that's why I wanted to hear about the free diving, you know, the because I hadn't had anyone explain that to me before that, that it's meticulous. You, there's a formula, there's a pattern. And uh you you probably had people teach you uh, a good bit of that. Is that right? Or did you have to learn it yourself? I have a personal trainer. Um, I have a coach. You know, she makes my p- training plan every week, and I talk to her every Tuesday after therapy. <laughs> Tuesday is my big day of coaching and therapy. It seems. Yeah, and the thing is, like, uh, you know, the thing is, like, you you think about where you are right now. It's like they they say if you're gonna when you run your first marathon, they tell you don't think about after you know once you run about one tenth of a mile, don't think oh no I've got. 26 miles left, you know, I'm I'm already tired, you know, one step after the next step. Yeah. You just got to stay in that groove and focus on other things. And, uh, I can remember being out in the mountains cycling and having a cycling coach along with me and you're about to pass out. And he would say, uh, take a sip of water, you know, get, grab your water bottle, take, take, uh, three sips, deep sips. Did it throw my mind on another thing? Then you say, look up there and say, look at look at that scenery over there. Aren't we the luckiest people in the world to be able to be out here in the mountains? You know, getting your mind off, right. off of the pain you're going through at the time. Yeah, and the same in business. I've, if I have like 30 emails I have to reply to, and now I start with the first email and then I stress myself out thinking, oh, there's 29 more, then I, I will not respond that one email because I'm stressed out. But if I'm just in the now, I do that email and then I do the next email and then I do the next without projecting into the future and how horrible it's going to be. Just do one after one and then it's done. Yeah, part of where uh, the road that you went through to reach where you are today ended up, like you said, in 2016 down in South America, living the life, what you thought would be the life. How did, how was the progression? How did the progression lead up to that? To where because I, I think a lot of us have it in our mind that somehow when we've arrived, 
We're going to be driving around. You know, we're going to have that kind of thing. We're going to have luxury, this luxury, that luxury friends, every, you know, big times, good times. But uh, that becomes very boring. And then you find a lot of people that are just a lot that you think would be entertaining and, and wonderful to know, you know, beautiful, the beautiful people, the rich people, you find out there's, they're empty people. They're superficial people. They've got nothing going on. They're boring people, you know, talk about how you reach that point in your life and how the, the signals came to you. Yes, I agree. What's 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 the question you're asking? Well, like, well, like, how did you reach that point? Because you're you you went from where you're traveling all over, you're you're to now you're in South America, you're in Brazil, and for a period of time, you know, you're deba- you're dating the 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 great girls down there. Yeah. You're in the nightclubs, and you got the cars, and and that. How did you? Was that like in the back of your mind that I really really will have arrived once this happens? Um, you know, I was never the guy who bought, you know, Rolexes or, or, or big cars. You know, I, I, I was never that guy who thought buying things will make me happy, but I might have, you know, I, I could see that I sometimes was even happier without the money because what happened is before I used my bicycle to go from A to B in Berlin, let's say, or I used the Metro or I walked. And during that walks, I experienced stuff. And then I had all this money. So I only took taxis. And before, when I went to places, I stayed in hostels and there was other people in my room, maybe, or there were people that were more approachable because they were less isolated from their money. And then I had all that money and I only stayed in luxury Airbnbs or hotels. So I was more on my own or maybe with, you know, someone I was dating, but I was cut off of people because of money. You know, and uh, in Brazil, it was sort of that, like I had the money and then I had Airbnbs or hotels and the other people there weren't that approachable, like the regular people you meet in Austria. And um, the only people I met suddenly were like dates and uh, it was, it was isolating. So and at the same time, it was like everything was was repeating itself. There was no more learning process. There was no personal development. You can only go on a couple of dozens and dates of dates before you realize this is not fulfilling anymore. You know, and so I had to do the next step that would lead me to personal development, and that was settling down. And after settling down, it was free diving. And, and so- who knows what comes next? Yeah, and I'm curious that uh, how maybe your TED Talks differ. You showed you did one in 2015, you did one in 2019. Seems like you went through a lot of realizations and uh, uh, light bulb experiences where you realize certain things, reorganize your life in that four-year period of time. Was that reflected in those talks, do you think? Yes, and my TED Talk that I would do now would completely be different again. <laughs> yeah, and, and how would it be different, would you say? I would think that, I mean, it's never that black and white, right. as I'm going to say it, but there's also a saying, the more success, the bigger the hole in the soul. <laughs> you know, some people would say that. You know, the more you're not happy, the more you try to in, influence the external world and what you own to make yourself happy, allegedly. But um, I think that many of like 
I'm I, at the moment I'm reading a lot about psychology, you know, and I'm reading about like compulsive behavior. And and I just read a book um, called uh, Healing the Shame That Binds You. I think there's a new book out for us called Silicon Valley Porn Star from from a, from from one of the founders of PayPal, uh-huh. um, who talks about his addictions and how he got rid of them. And he was he they're making the point that that every addiction has some sort of uh, that like the, every compulsion compulsion has addiction at its base and that the junkie in the alley is not so different from the overachieving workaholic, yeah. you know, and, and, and I would, if I look at the past, it was all great and I loved it and I wouldn't change with anyone, but I think some of my behavior, this, all this, this restless seeking of novelty and adventures and th- th- thrill in part was fueled by, 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 by some sort of trauma, you know, and uh-huh. And um, then it's then I had to understand, like maybe it was also a defense mechanism to go out into the world and replace things that were not so great in my life and from my upbringing with new, juicy cultural novelty and languages and women and all sorts of experiences. Where then in my TED talk now I would I would look more at what am I really doing because I really want it because it's coming from the core of me. And what is coming from some some sort of compulsion, and I think some of it came from that, and I'm glad it came from that because it brought me success. But it doesn't work for me anymore now. Right. So now I have to just to do what what I need instead of what I, you know, what what before distracted me from maybe things that would come up in stillness. And for yeah, me, I- free diving is embracing stillness and and seeing what comes up. And resolving it without yeah. tapping, digging, and uh, putting earth on it or putting it under the carpet. Well, I, I think, Fabian, what you're getting is the payoff from your approach during your life where you said, I wasn't really after the financial success or, you know, the notoriety or the fame or anything like that. I was after other things. I wanted to use that as a means to an end. Mm-hmm. And the means, like, the means to the end was, what really motivates me, what really turns me on. And I think yes. you're, you know, I think you're like way further down the road to really putting your finger on that uh, as because you've been able to explore, you know, because you've uh, taken that approach. You haven't done destructive things. You know, it's one thing to say it's the same motivation, you know, junkie and, and this and that. Yeah, but on the other hand, junkies are losers. And entrepreneurs are winners. And it's a matter of you're going to do something productive with your life, or you're just going to bail out, make excuses, whine, blame your parents. You know, we all have grows up with holes in our life. You know, there's nobody who grows up who goes to school that doesn't have the other kids at school call you names <laughs> or, yes. you know, do things where you get injured or something like that. So, you know, we all have holes and, and things, but the deal is what do you do with it? And if you take the approach that you did, uh, explore, look for adventure when opportunity comes, you know, take advantage of it. But with the idea of uh, I'm not just after money to pile up, you know, pile up big piles of money. It's a means to an end. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You know, to find that satisfaction where where you can feel like you're living. To me, people ask me, what's winning? And I say winning is you living the life that's inside you that you want to live right now and not have yeah. other other people hold you back or income hold you back or whatever 
you know, that you're able to live. And if it, it may be, you know, it, it may be, a, a, you know, a labor job somewhere, but you just love that where that's what you want to do right now. You know, like you right. said, you know, living at the hostel, riding the bike to, to work or walking to work, you know, that, that may be where that gives you satisfaction right now. Well, that's winning, but it's yep. not because someone's forcing you to that, to do that. And so, uh, that's what you've been, I see that you've been able to do. And, uh, you also, what I, I would have people realize is it's not an end game. We never, none of us really know where we're going to wind up at, you know, down the road, but the adventure is finding out what that is. And yeah, as Ruka, as, as, as Ruka says, living the questions instead of reaching out for the ready-made answers. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. And so, uh, Frank, this has been great. I, uh, 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 I mean, Fabian, this has been great. And I can't wait to hear how your next uh, free dive goes. And <laughs> I'll be looking, uh, uh, looking in the news to see you setting that record. Yeah. And, uh, I actually have my own freediving school right here. I'm like 10 meters down the hill where I live here right now is the sea. And that's where I teach people freediving. Oh, is that right? Yes. Uh-huh. Freedivebootcamp.com. Wow. Okay. Glad we <laughs> if got you want to learn freediving, Larry, just come around. Montenegro it is. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to, hey, I'm not going to rule it out. All right. <laughs> Thanks so much, uh, Fabian. Thank you. It's been uh been a lot of fun and uh look forward to the next time awesome talk to you soon thank you have a good rest of the day thanks for listening to the million dollar mastermind if you felt there were any valuable takeaways from this episode please take a minute and leave us a five-star review your feedback is important and really helps us get the word out to a wider audience Remember, we have a valuable webinar that is absolutely free. Register for it right now at whitealamwinning.com. Thanks for listening.